Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back as we continue through our list on our time and performance hacks. And I hope you've been enjoying this series. So far, we've covered a number of performance hacks and we're continuing on this list today. We talked about holding yourselves accountable, uh, about being driven, being proactive, having productive habits overall, following consistency and especially with a morning routine, having a productive environment or an organized environment, sustaining your energy, and then planning actions weekly. So today, we're going to start back on maximize investment time. So when you think about investment, we usually think about money, you know, we think about, you know, retirement funds, um, you know, maybe investing in a vacation, but we don't often think about our time as an investment. Uh, although it may fall in line in some occasions, for the most part, when I think about time, I think about from the second my eyes open in the morning till they close at night, what am I doing with that time? Am I maximizing that time to the greatest extent to become the person that I need to become? So in other words, am I filling my heart and mind with the right thoughts? And am I investing in becoming a better parent, a better wife, a better you know, business person, a better friend? You know, what am I doing? You know, if you're on social media, for example, are you spending your time getting involved in all these, you know, debates and, you know, throwing out insulting words and, you know, just reading all the garbage that's on there? Is that a good investment of your time? You know, maybe you think it is. And, and I, you know, I guess that's, that's, that's your, your, your life and it's your investment that you want to make on it. But what if, just what if you were to trade that in or video games or television or movies, if you were to trade that in for reading or studying or learning, uh, or just spending time with the kids, spending time with your family, your significant other, or spending time with a friend, or maybe writing somebody a letter, how much greater of a legacy can you leave? Almost half of those who are highly productive, those who are performing at high levels, spend the maximum amount of time possible on activities that drive the best results and success. In fact, on average, they spend 46% more time on investment activities per day than the average person. Okay, the next one, get in the zone. Now, everybody's probably heard the word zone or zen zone or whatever. The zone is when you are able to work at an extended amount of time without any distractions so that you are in a state of extreme productivity. And those who are highly productive or high in performance and reach their goals and see their destiny happen, 49% of them agree that they need to be in the zone and they need to do so 2.6 times more frequently than the rest. So you have to set yourself up for that. That has to be an intentional choice. Again, a habit that you build. You can't do it if you're going to be getting up every five minutes or you're going to be distracted by emails or, or text messages or social media. You've got to shut those notifications off. They become weapons of mass distraction, if you will. <laughs> so we have to get rid of those and we've got to make sure that we allow ourselves 
to get in a mode where we can just totally focus on being creative and on and coming up with the projects or at least working for an hour and a half and I've talked about hour and a half increments at a time so that you can get into that zone all right the next one break down large tasks into smaller you can't swallow the elephant whole so if you break it down it's going to become a lot more doable and it isn't going to overwhelm you so much so if you have say you're writing a book or you're doing some kind of a project that's going to take you months possibly even longer than months then you have to kind of scale it back and decide okay what can i get done each month or what do i want to get done each month and then break it down into weeks from there. Okay, in that month, what what can I do each week? And then even go so far as to allocate time on your calendar. When I wrote my book, Your Journey to Greatness, Your Routine, that's exactly what I had to do. So I had to choose, you know, two days out of the week that I would spend two or three hours on it. And, you know, and I have to allocate that time. And if I had to move it, that was fine. Okay, it wasn't going to be at the end of the world. But at least I treated it more like a client than I did like this project that really didn't have to get done. And until you have that mindset about it, it will never get done. You have to be very serious about breaking down those tasks. And so that's true whether there are things that other people are demanding of you or things that you're demanding of yourself. You've got to create those times and break them down into two bite-sized pieces. Okay, next, number 12, start with the greatest impact activity. I've mentioned this before, but I love the book by Brian Tracy called Eat That Frog. And so you've got to take on the, the activities that are going to that are going to be the most beneficial. Um, they could even be the hardest ones to deal with, but you know, the longer you sit there and look at that frog, the less likely you're going to put it in your mouth. <laughs> so you just have to make it happen. And so begin your work day every day with the activity that will contribute the most to your overall success in the shortest amount of time, meaning, you know, if, if say it is writing a book, then, you know, you better get that thing done. You better find time to do that so that you can reach the end goal and keep that why in front of you in the process. Number 14, and this will be the last one, track your progress. Those that track their progress and actually get to look back and see how well they've done and, and also gauge what they need to do to finish it, always do better. In fact, 44% of those who are high performers track their advancement weekly and, and, and actually come up with short-term objectives analyze and assess how they can raise the bar and do better and they do this 3.4 times more frequently than the rest and so this is what's in my coaching program i mean i've 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 got something called performance transformation tool part of it is tracking your performance and making sure that you're always raising the bar you're always moving forward and then celebrating how far you've come thus far well, we're at the end of our time today. This is Michelle Stuffus with your Journey to Greatness or Routine. I hope you're getting a lot out of this series and that you'll pass it on to others who may benefit. We have a lot more to talk about yet, so please join us again tomorrow and keep reaching higher. Thank you for joining.